And we're back. It's Tuesday. It's the basement in Kensington, Maryland. It's Kevin Ricca, T. Strachan, Ken Marangola. This is the Audible. And to all of our Hogshaven uh, readers and listeners that we appreciate, you know, obviously we appreciate you guys being part of this. Happy victory, What you know, whatever we're calling this, Tuesday now. On a three-day weekend, my victory Monday kind of ends up on Tuesday, which is great for us because... Tuesday is always Victory Tuesday night. You've got to extend it. You have to extend it for cleanliness purposes. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> it's a fact yeah. of nature. And it's, of the Baltimore-Washington rivalry. It's, uh, it's way better to be in Kensington on Tuesday than it is in Baltimore. This it Tuesday. is, but, but... Isn't that for every day? Not for Absolutely. Day. I've woken up, I've woken up in Baltimore on a couple good days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I have. But I, I, I think that Sunday was, was obviously a big day for Redskins fans, and that's what we're going to only real, really focus on. Um, but the Nats won. Uh, the Orioles have been knocked out already. I mean, their, their baseball season was over, so they, they were, it really was, it was all football at M&T Bank Stadium, which is where I was on Sunday. Sure. But the uh, caterpillar butterfly metamorphosis that occurs this week, as soon as the Orioles lose... And we're playing the Ravens. Yeah. Happened quick this year. And it's, yeah. a, and it's a fact for a lot of our fans. And, hey, welcome back with open arms, gentlemen. It's, uh, <laughs> it was great to be in Baltimore with Burgundy and Gold on on Sunday, as opposed to a little bit of orange. We, ha- we haven't won in Baltimore. And that hasn't been a place where the, where the Redskins have won. Was that a, I was at a terrible loss. Uh, what was that? 2008. I guess that was 2000. Was that that long ago? Jesus. Um, not good experiences being a Redskins fan in M&T Bank Stadium, even though it's an awesome stadium. Um, they did it right. And the, the, the uh, club-level viewpoint. Stadium is awesome. It's, it's a good stadium. Yeah, you can't shake a stick at Baltimore's uh, athletic facilities. Camden Yards, M&T, it's top-notch. Speaking top-notch of, place to win a football game in. Sorry, go right ahead. Well, I was just going to say, uh, as we always do with the – Top of the show, 75 ticks in. This is our After the Whistle segment. Um, see, what is it? Season 83, episode yes. 5. Yes. Um, which is, and it's, it's, it's different because growing up, I only watched the Redskins on TV. It was, and it was the greatest TV show in the world uh, that you got to watch. It was, it's like, it was like Game of Thrones, except instead of only 10 stupid episodes, you got at least 16, even when your team sucked, plus a couple preseason games, all on television. Stay up late. It, it was the best. Um, but now, you know, now I, now I go to games. Now I try, especially when they play in Baltimore, I try to get up there. So I really feel like I miss out on getting to watch it on TV. Um, a, a lot of days. This is the second week you've said this. Because I, I, TV Are is better. Are you starting to regret no, 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 no. No, I make the most of it. I make the most of it. But TV is great. You know, the production and presentation of, you know, I don't know. You watch the game differently. You watch the game. When you're watching the game on TV, obviously you're getting what, they, what they're feeding you. Um, but you're consuming it. You're consuming it at a different angle. You're getting people talking. Um, you're instantly being told what, what's happening, and you're getting the visual feedback. Uh, they're, and they're going to, to the hot spot on the field. Whereas if you're, if you're there... Um, you know, my grandfather taught me, you know, when you're at a game, he always would say, you know, find a guy and just watch, you know, watch him throughout the entire play. Um, you know, and do that. If you do that all throughout the game, you're going to 
if you're watching the right guy, you know, and you're watching the guys you like, you're going to see some good stuff happen, and you're going to know what's happening rather than trying to whip your head around the field and, and find something. Um, so you end up missing, you end up seeing cool things like, uh, um, you know, communication between play, bet, uh, between different players, between plays, uh, that results in something that actually happens the next play, which obviously, you know, they're not going to be able to get 100% of the time on, on, you know, on the TV call. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely miss the TV experience when I'm there. Um, but when you're in a game like the Redskins were in uh, on Sunday, when you, when, you're, when you have the lead, it's coming down you know, to it at the end, there's almost no better place to be than in, in a stadium with every single seat uh, occupied by a, a, a frenetic uh, fan of, of one of those two teams. Were you surrounded completely by the Ravens fans? Or did you have not. Did you have allies with you? The two, four seats directly behind me were Redskins fans. Um, I would say conservatively somewhere in the twenty percent range. I heard someone say say more than that. I don't think it was more than that. Um, the, the, this the stadium is smaller, and Baltimore fans, you know, their their season's not lost. They they were showing up, uh, but there was a lot of burgundy going, and you heard it when the Redskins. Was did there well. any vitriol? Was there any? Smack you know, talk? Was there any, or, or or were they probably worried about talking smack? I know that people I ran into this past, the, the week leading up to it, were not comfortable talking smack. I always see it from the terms of... Uh, Baltimore people, that is. Yeah, but just in general, I don't care where, what stadium I'm in or, or who's playing. If you don't, you know, want trouble, you know, there won't be trouble. You know, so I don't if start you got no into stuff. a fight. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I'm talking about friendly. It could even have been friendly banter, but like, yeah, I I bought nachos for the guys sitting next you. to me and uh, beers for the guys you know sitting on my right and, um, you know, gutted out the fourth quarter with them. And, and it, you know, I always compare being in a situation like that to you know playing craps. Uh, when you lay the four, I don't know if you guys are craps players, but you lay the four. Sure. It's, it's a bet against the table. Uh, you're basically getting paid one to two. It's a quiet bet. You sneak it over to the uh, dealer. He sneaks a chip on, and when you win, he he passes you your money, but you don't make eye contact. No, you don't celebrate. It, it was like that when you're sitting there. I was surrounded by people who, on any other day, were you know I'd probably be hanging out with uh, at a bar between Baltimore, Annapolis, and D.C. or Montgomery County, where a lot of them are from. Um, so, in general, I thought it was a very good experience for, for Redskins fans. Did you uh, get any numbers, or was that we're just, we're just going to move on to the next away stadium? I, I mean, I, what is the next away stadium? What should it be? I don't know, but you got your game plan together? You just don't, can't just What other stadiums? You, you've already been to one other one this year in Denver. Yeah, yeah well, that's How right. How many other I've stadiums two, have you that been That wasn't to? a Redskins game. So, no. technically, I could say it was at a Redskins away game. And by the way, hats off to the... Uh, Parking lot at uh, MNT. We got we got after it real hard. Um, now I, I got it wasn't as early of a start as I would have in FedEx, um, but and then the rules are different about what you can have, so you kind of have to adapt to what you can set up and, and do. Uh, Michael McCrary, the uh, Super Bowl champion defensive lineman for them, uh, ended up like in the car, parking in parked in the car right next to us, so he was. You stayed next to me the entire morning. I got a great picture. I saw, of him. I saw that picture. Nice. It was a great picture. He looked old, man. He, and he's skinny. Old and thin. He was. He, he was like, skinny. and he was like hunched over. But he looked like a man who had been through <laughs> some serious battles, too. Well, he went the good way. I mean, hopefully he's healthy. But I mean, he he uh, he looks like a, a normal person's, you know, with as opposed to like defensive lineman, you know, persons with 
Um, but but he he was he was a, uh, a fun guy to, to to hang around. And of course, I don't know. It's just uh, I like Baltimore fans in general. I, I I like Baltimore. You know, I like the Baltimore fan base because they've always whatever team they're rooting for, they've always rooted for that team, and I got I got no problem with that. It's a very solid fan base as far as uh, you know cerebral fan base goes they understand their their football they understand their baseball they're true diehards i just don't know why they have what was that word t vitriol mm-hmm. yeah. towards us as washingtonian football baseball fans because they're sending to us and everything it's tough well i, I mean I, i've never thought along these terms and lines <laughs> i feel like like you think you're buddies with someone i kind of consider them like our neighbor and then everyone and all of a sudden the guy just comes up and pops you in the eye you're like what what, what? i know wait they're a fraction what? of the i thought word. that size yeah. They're not that much smaller. I don't. I, I honestly, I don't hate the Ravens. I don't even really hate the Orioles. Um, but it seems, and, and I, I don't see as much of this as Kevin. And maybe I, I think you said at one point too, Ken, that you do think that they're a little aggressive. Yeah. See, he remembers that story in their fandom. Yeah. In my personal experience, they're the worst fan base. In my personal experience, from it, working so all over the, the for fifteen years. The it's talk just, radio. But I'm not talking about the All people week. at the stadium, the true fans that are there doing what you did. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about Ravens Nation, the outskirts. So positive experience before the game. And what was it like in the game? Because I don't know if it was that much different from at least – just watching the game, I mean, I know we get all the, the information fed to us and everything. It's different. <laughs> I had to make my own nachos. No but one bought me My nachos. stomach was Apparently turning, near especially in the first half again. My stomach was turning. Yeah. Probably just as bad as yours were at the game. Well, Because, again, it was not this comfortable. No, you know, it wasn't. We were control win. Absolutely not. And also, I mean, not only not only that, I mean, we actually weren't in control of the game at all. I mean, they, they really. Not at all. They were really. They gave it away. You know they didn't. They didn't win. They didn't win, and uh, you know they made mistakes on like the biggest kind of plays possible. I mean, the interception that should have been a touchdown that turns into a touchback back to us. I mean that unbelievable. That, Can we give a name <laughs> for this play? That's a that's a the play most that's momentum happened. changing play in the history of football. That's happened to not, us. Not just this particular play. That play. That play. An interception return, fumble return, any type of return, return back. So all the momentum is swung. Everyone's going crazy. The run is exciting. And then they throw it through the end zone. And it's yeah, somehow... Or it, gets, or it gets punched out. I think the rule is crazy, but somehow it's now the team who just did horrible's ball. Oh, the Redskins guy, actually yeah, gained yardage on it. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was actually a good play call. we got to come up with a term for this play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's mean, crazy. It was, it was a spur. Imagine drawing that up on the whiteboard. Now you throw it to the other team. Oh, but and like, then before they score, you punch it out. Like there's an N1 or like a, uh, what do they call it? Like a traditional N1. or a cl- There has to be a name for that, too, by the way. Better than like a classic N1. Like, no. I mean, that's the kind of play that like when, like when Pete Kendall tries to pick up a fumble uh, before the end of a half, and he fumbles it, and the other you know, team scores a touchdown. Or when you throw uh, interception to Samari Roll, you know, as right as, as with zero seconds on the clock uh, going into the half. I mean, th- those are the those are points. You know, I mean, those are disastrous plays. That, uh, they they happen to us on a regular basis. So the fact that in in consecutive weeks the the Duke Johnson fumble that we somehow still I don't know how we got Pick that. Pick a card, any card. And that interception that should have been a touchdown. And for you know, forget about Justin Tucker the lining up. Goal. 
lining up for a left-footed field goal. By the way, I saw him lining up. He's on, he's on my fantasy team. I traded for the guy. I love him. He I I think he's a he is a weapon in fantasy football. And right away, I'm like, wait, that's not Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker's right-footed. And the guy next to me is like, no, that's Justin Tucker. And I was like, no, that's a left-footed guy. And then I was like, wait, that's Justin Tucker. And all of a sudden, you saw four. I mean. And, and here's, here's where you don't get when you're at the game. When they showed the replay, right. the, the tight end, forget it wasn't Pitta. It was the other guy. I don't know. I forget was, his name. But, but he, stumbled he stumbled coming out. out, out and gates. if he had not stumbled, oh, yeah. and that was, was a short touchdown. It was yeah, a, but, oh. yeah, short touchdown thrown by a kicker, though. Yes. So, so hold on. Yes, he was open. Yes, we were beaten. But the pass wasn't even that bad to begin I know, with. It, was, it, it was wasn't. But, but you have to say that, play. yeah, he would have had to have thrown a good ball, which, you know, if they're going to come out and rub salt in the wounds by going lefty, that just, when the play's over, they can go back and be like, <laughs> we lined up lefty. On yeah. We're right. When you start doing that salt in the wound thing in the NFL, it bites you in the ass times 10. But listen, the fact that Ooh. they didn't kick it to begin with, so they left with that in the, in the fumble return. Yeah, you know, the the interception yeah. then fumble return into the end zone. That's at least ten points they left on the field, if not fourteen. When those plays go against you in the in, at that level, it's over. Can I mean, we call it a fruit basket? It's called a fruit basket. <laughs> fruit basket. I'm gonna call it a fruit basket. Um, listen, like I said, I've seen I, and I've you know what the weirdest feeling for me was, um, and I and I I don't mean to be like flippant that we've experienced misery as Redskins fans over the years, because in large, largely we have, uh, especially those who went to all the games like, like I did for all the 2000s and up to now. And it was that moment when you watched the dumbest possible thing happen in front of you, go against you, and, and that was it. And you, you were like, well, that's how you lose. And it was, like, it was a, just a deflating gut punch, and you, you, you just like sat back in your seat and you just blankly stared at the world in front of you. That's what I was part of in M&T Bank Stadium. Um, I loved your juxtaposition of, of, of that's the scene you usually see in, in FedEx. Historically. Yet, you were at another stadium seeing the same exact thing. Yeah, page. I was feeling that. was that. pretty cool. I was feeling that. I was like, oh, my God, this is, this is what, this is, oh, my, I'm on the other side of this. <laughs> to total agreement and the anti what the Ravens have done. Isn't Harbaugh, didn't he make his bounds as a special teams coordinator? You got to hear that all over the place. He made his whole backbone to get a head coach as a special teams coordinator. Yeah. And, man, Jamison to the house and that field goal bot yep. as the head guy who is a special teams coordinator by trade. Not That's to mention we had, a, we had a, a tough uh, week uh, to um, swallow. The, uh, the kickoff return, too, that was oh, yeah. over the 50. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Jameson. Yeah, Blackman. Jameson. Blackman, yeah, yeah. Shot out of a cannon on that one, baby. I told you, we, this we. Oh. Tonight's, tonight's Jamison 12. Leads the league. Oh, Did, Jameson. He led, Jameson. He led the league before that touchdown. He's as exciting as a young and upcoming Redskin, and I've, I got the chance to watch him in college. You guys know how I feel about him. Uh, Ken, I thought it went overboard, but hit the nail on the head with 27 targets in the first three weeks. Well, when you call everybody great, Holy you're going to hit on somebody. Who do I call great? Ken. I didn't call Ken great. Yeah, you said, you said I don't call everyone call. great. You had, you had just a, Kendall you had Reyes call. and Jameson Crowder. I was making fun of Ken. Yeah, true. But, <laughs> you know, I love seeing the, 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 how the area has just embraced this young man from Duke. You know, they just have forgotten. They, they don't care. And then the ACC thing helps a ton. This guy is special. It helps, but I think, I think what helps the most is that, one, he didn't come in as a prima donna. 
Oh, Two, no. now that he's having success, he's not a prima donna. No, he's a he comes tough, to work. Tough. He brings his lunch yes, pail. Yes, he does. And I think that Redskin fans always gravitate to that guy. Without a doubt. You know, the, 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 the Santana Moss, the, you know... L- let the me guys just, that you know, you know what? That guy's going to be around for a while, and I love watching him play. He, he may not be the superstar on the team, but he's like he's the a, unsung he's a hero. He's yeah, the I guy think he's that, a Pro Bowl player. He's the guy that everybody pulls he's for in the, the end and is still talking about. Are you talking about Jameson? Yes. No, I mean, I think he is. I mean, he, I think he's the engine of our one of. I mean, Jordan, it still has Jordan. Jordan Reed has to be the most targeted guy um, on, our, on our offense. Uh, but to me, Jamison Crowder is the guy that in today's NFL can 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 take advantage the most of the rules because with the lack of contact and his specific skill set physically, he's always going to be running to open space. All right, let me let me throw this back at you and and Kevin, you can answer too. Why does Jay, why does Jordan Reed have to be every single game the most targeted guy? Well, you got guys been. like Deshaun Jackson, a guy like Pierre Garçon who's playing pretty darn well. And a guy like Jamison Crowder, where why would you force? Because right now I yet. feel like we're forcing the Jordan Reed. Uh, I think the targets uh, are pretty well distributed. Uh, not really. Oh, Lately, they are. The last two games they've oh, been yeah. tilting more towards Jordan Reed. Yeah. But by and he's been producing. Yeah. He's been producing, but the team's not producing. He's that well. good. I, my answer is he's that good. He, he is, but I think at some, at some point it's detrimental to the to the success of the whole offense. When you get it, when you get him in a matchup that when you when you line him up a receiver and they guard him with a corner and give over the top help with safety. Sorry, we're not going to do X's and O's. But he's not a receiver. Then he you. comes in and he gets lined yeah, up no, against no. a linebacker or a strong safety. You trying to take advantage of that? I think that's what we're doing. I, I don't think it's forcing it. I think it's utilizing our most talented offensive weapon, and you can't just ignore him because they they. they they bracket him or do whatever the heck Correct. they're doing to him. But I also think when I say forcing it, I think sometimes Kirk is completely oh Kirk is a different story zoned yeah. in and 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 not utilizing the other great weapons he has that we've all talked about. Well, season eighty three, episode five. Uh, when you look under the genre, it's going to say uh, gut wrenching drama. That's the genre that we've all decided to watch. That we know what's coming before it comes. So I don't try and beat myself too much up uh, older in life when I see these mistakes. But if Kirk Cousins doesn't throw the ball straight up into the air when Deshaun Jackson has one-on-one coverage and he's beating his man by three steps, just up in the air as far and high as he can. The guy tracks the ball like Willie Mays. Uh, it's unbelievable. Don't overthrow him with the laser beam. You know, Put a little trajectory yep. on the ball. That's his it. His deep ball has and been guess terrible. What? And, and, and those are points, like you said, they gave us with the fake field goal and, and the fruit basket. Now, these are points that right. I think we're giving away. When Deshaun's got two steps on a rookie who has no chance out there with him, and we just zoom it over the head, just throw it to the middle of the field. He will go get it, and he will, and he will score. Yes. Uh, I've been extremely disappointed uh, in his deep, deep touch. Um, but, you know, Jordan Reed... I guess just to, to wrap that up, we weren't going, we weren't featuring him. I mean, in fact, Jamison Crowder was 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 leading in targets there. Um, and when you watch what he can do, it's not just he he he's smart enough to get to the to the right spot. Uh, and he's athletic enough to beat his defender to that spot. But what he does, like what he does with the ball, like you can't bring him down. He's just, he's, he, I mean, in the NFL, the play's not over until the guy's down. And he turns around when when he fa- when he squares up to like. North to go north, it doesn't matter if there's guys in front of him. He just always seems to get north. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of amazing. Uh, I'm not questioning Jordan Reed. Yeah, I'm questioning our offense, and that at times, oh, we, it's starting to so now feel like we're forcing that. 
I don't think there's continuity. I said it last week, and you, Nate, you, you, you were being tongue-in-cheek, but I said that the reliability of going into a game and relying on this team to be able to comfortably, possibly comfortably win, possibly be in control of the, of the game, they still won, and that's great, and it, it makes the show fun to watch. But it's like a J.J. Abrams. How are they winning these? Well, I'm going to tell you how, this. What, 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 what's going to happen next week? I don't, I don't really gonna feel be all no, that comfortable. Next week, it ain't going to be no week. different. It's, this is the team we have. Uh, this, is, this is who we are. We're not going to come out and just blow someone out of the water. We're not. But, but the one character that we keep overlooking is that defense hasn't given up a second-half point in three games. That and defense, that's amazing. That defense, that defense is shut down. Six straight possessions in the second half, and ball, got someone fired again. Uh, you know, uh, say what you want about oh, because it was us. <laughs> Don't care. Score no points, you get fired. Okay, so on behalf of Redskins Nation and fandom, I do have to say, you know, it does sting a little. Stings a little when 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 a coordinator gets fired. <laughs> After you roll them, that happened last year against the Saints. All of a sudden, when Rob Ryan was fired, Cam, we actually, I think, technically, uh, we were credited with Cam Cameron's yes, fire. That's what I before. said. And you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I saw this happen, I was like, I'm going to have to hear it from Cam. So, it, I don't know why that's a bad thing. Well, it's because it's like, they're like, well, you guys just got rolled by the Redskins. Someone's, someone is getting no, fired. No, that's not why. Hey, he got so- fired because he was inept and he didn't do what he was supposed no. to do, which is continue to run the ball like he did in the first series. If he had just well, done that, what? he'd still be employed by them today. The O-line coach should have been fired because this episode had penetration. And yeah. I haven't seen that in any of our previous episodes. TVMA and, and, and for, for I was going to say, can we get a warning this week? Penetration in the pass rush. Yes. But the fact that Tressman completely abandoned the running game after racking up, what, 75 yards in the, in the, in the first series? He was intimidated. We haven't been giving up second-half points. He knew he had to go to the air. Really? <laughs> no, he was that, fired. He wasn't so I can fired say because the Redskins rolled on him. He was fired because he didn't do what he, was, what he should have done in the first place. Had nothing to do with us. I'm going to give our defense a little credit for, for making tackles. And tackling Correct. way better, and putting pressure on the quarterback, and making plays, and and our and and the, and the main man, the main character, right. John Snow. You think John Snow's not coming back out with a whatever wrist and another thing? No. So you know no. when teams just are in four down territory, no matter where they are on the field against your defense, when they're throwing in a right footed kicker out to kick a left footed field on. goal. You know how many three and outs we went I, in the second half? Uh, yeah, I mean it no, wasn't no, no, even no, close no. to the feeling I've had. I'm just. We got them off the field this week all yes. day. But I'm saying... Out the stadium, Tressman. <laughs> you cannot deny Over that if he did not season. abandon the run, that would have been a completely different game. I don't really like think of it like that. I think of it as us just kicking Hard their to say, ass. Definitely. I'm thinking of us going into Baltimore and kicking someone's ass, and that's the only thing I thought we about. We did make some timely, timely stops. On defense. We shut them down in the run game early in the second half, and they came out and tried to run. We made tackles and gave them two and three. And yes, I do agree with what you're saying, but that's what happens. How much of the um, Josh Norman uh, injury did they show on TV? Was that any part of the coverage? Yeah, yes, yeah they showed it. I mean, you never, knew, you never knew really what happened. Because they were going back and forth. It was uh, the, the big matchup. Oh, you knew it was Steve, Smith. Steve Smith was on one side. They were going back. They were trying to go back and forth. And Norman had gone in, and Smith was, had gone in and come back. And they were so like, what was the cause of the injury? It was injury? a duo. Was the, they were he like fell the, on it. He, he like got trapped underneath yeah. his body or caught like awkwardly like behind him or underneath him. Okay, so it wasn't a, it wasn't in the, a head injury. No, no, no. no, no. It was no his hand. Hand. He came out with a pad on his hand, 
and they essentially had one hand and couldn't squeeze it all the way. So, they but they said it was in the injury was in the wrist on the field. Did you do any reading the after the game since? Well, no, because well, because uh, I was <laughs> I didn't see the coverage of it. I, being there, I watched him come off the field when they you know when they went to commercial and stuff. I mean, I watched him the entire time dealing with the trainers and. I, I I thought he was done for the game based on what I saw. I thought it was going to be too. Uh, and it looked to me, again, like from my vantage point, that Norman talked his way back into the game. Um, yeah. It kind yeah. of ended up on the sideline in front of some people, and he was back pretty fast. Yeah. They said that uh, he, his bow and arrow shooting would be a tad errant, but that, you know, he could still catch the football and, and play any coverage that we need. So. He still balled out. He still made big plays. You know, he's fine. There, I, there's, there's nothing wrong with him. I mean, they went. I mean, and you, I, I, real quick, yeah. and you're right, Kevin. We are winning because of the defense. but uh, And uh, they're playing well, but I don't know if the teams we're playing against. I didn't say all that. I just was pointing out that no, we, no, no. somehow we're pulling some magic I, Obviously, out of you keep yeah. somebody to 10 points, you're yeah. doing something right. But I also don't, I mean, Tressman got fired because he just, were, he I think he just abandoned the, he abandoned the run. If you're Don King, you got two. And, and, you and got two. Big, and you have the biggest guy, and and the little nerdy guy beats him up. And people know that that people know that that we're going to be playing. Yeah. They know what the formula is. I think we mixed it up in the pass rush, and that was. I know they had some O line shuffling. I don't care. It was nice to see guys in the mix. It was nice to see Flacco just getting pressured. It was nice to see penetration in an episode. I don't say that. Those, always, those are always good. I don't know. I don't like that stuff usually, but <laughs> I certainly did on Sunday. I have some pee. But T already ruined and plenty of the suspense. We know where the pee I happened. Did. In the past defense. Of course. I know. It's all right. But can we address another problem with the offense? Ours or theirs? Up? Wait a minute. Didn't we win? We had the best DC Sports Week No, but ever. that's my point because that's how I left the show last week is that Okay, we're winning. We're getting, getting, gaining some momentum, I guess. Three wins in a row. Yes, but they, but it's not comfortable. It's never it's going to be. It's the NFL, and we're yeah. not. You don't we're think not New elite. England's comfortable going into any game that they go in? Their fans are comfortable going They're into elite. any game. We're not elite. You don't think Pittsburgh is, even though elite. they had the, the the big one? Yes, when we're game. elite, I will be way more comfortable, uncomfortable but with no, a win like that. Yes, a lot but of we're people, not. and even people on this podcast, we're talking about. This being a guaranteed playoff team in the in the offseason leading up to the by winning season. the NFC East, NFC East gets yes. you the playoffs. Well, you, that, that has nothing to do with anyone else but the other three teams in the NFC East. Right. That's where my projections. Yeah, and came that, from. that's a good point, Kevin. Because uh, we because I think Redskins fans, I think all NFL fans, it get chided uh, in in uh, July and August for doing doing it. When we yeah, when I say when we say NFC East champions, that means you're in the playoffs. We're not. I'm not comparing us to Green Bay or Pittsburgh or New England no. or even freaking Carolina, going, which I would have said going into this season even without Josh Norman. Um, but at three and two with three wins in a row, things that matter in the NFL uh, are momentum, which is way on our side. What when you win games that are winnable? Uh, looking back, you, you might say the Pittsburgh game wasn't winnable. They were just they freaking were just better than us. They they beat they beat us up. The Dallas game was winnable, and we didn't win it. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a bad loss. And the last three games were winnable games that we did win. You know, so um, I think it's a promising sign for a team that 
has a little, you know, has shown in recent years where it, it takes advantage of momentum. All the seasons where we've made the playoffs or been a halfway decent team by the end of the year involved stretches. You know, you know, it's not win two, lose one. You know, two. I, I believe the momentum if if they win this coming week. Hey, it's a sixteen round fight, and guess yeah. what? In the first two rounds at our gym, we got knocked out. Yeah. And then we pick ourselves up off the floor and take three straight. In this league, that's a big deal. Yeah, I don't care who it was. As far as the NFC East goes, particularly, it's a big deal. And this week is humongous uh, as far as that goes. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, the uh, I was going to show you guys. I have this, um, this chart. It tells you uh, when... What, what, what percentage chance you have to make the playoffs, which I... I listen, being a record... Or ha- you know, having a record does not mean anything. Uh, three and two is five games, and it doesn't mean anything. But historically, the chart speaking, has us at fifty percent right now. Has us at fifty fifty percent, and it just is is just just to tell you our I, record. The three and two are at fifty percent. Three, when you're three <laughs> and two. Yeah, you right. make make the playoffs fifty percent of the right. time, um, and I think that's a very fair assessment of of what we are right now. So that's not us saying we're we're that great. That's saying like we have a fifty fifty shot. Uh, where you know of, of, of qualifying the playoffs for yeah. playoffs in a league where that matters, like that, that's a big deal. You make the playoffs, that's a big deal. I guess when when uh, you know, as, I guess think, thinking as a fan, you you want to have a higher percentage than that. You want to have a more comfortable feeling going into each week that your team's going to do what they do best. I don't know what this team does best. I really don't. And that, that makes me scared every single we week take going advantage into a, of everyone else's to a game, mistakes. which makes it Best. a drama, which they makes fumble. it fun to watch, which brings you back teams. each week. Right now, I'm loving the show, uh, you know. But thirty percent swing, T. Thirty percent swing. If we would have been two and three, you're at twenty two percent chance of making the playoffs. I'm going to tell you what we are. We're tremendous <laughs> counter attackers, is what we are. We find that one little thing, and then all of a sudden we won. Because I know. Even our wins, I'm like, Look, <laughs> we pulled that one out. It's also one a, a way to say winners find a way to win. I mean, well, so there's that. I watched Will Blackman a lot, just talking about like uh, counter punching, make, making adjustments, um, and you saying that our, our defense hasn't allowed you know put the points in the second half. I don't know how much credit we want to give you know Joe Barry for for making any kind of adjustments, but I I've no, I noticed Will Blackman like when I'm watching watching if Stuart Cravens is on the field, I'm usually watching him. But otherwise, I'm picking a guy in the secondary, and I was picking uh, Will Blackman a lot. Um, and I, you know, I, I like him. He's fun to, first of all, he's fun to watch. He gets to the ball. He's long. Yeah. He, he takes up, I think, he, based on just me watching him, I thought that he occupied space that prevented the quarterback from even attempting a throw a couple times. You know, I don't think D'Angelo Hall was doing that. You know, just based on size difference. No, and his I kick return liked, was pretty dynamic. Liked, he showed some jets. He showed Ian some scoot. Nacho. I loved watching yeah. Ian Nacho out there. I thought he was you know, he he was not getting a whole lot of run. You know, but he got a lot more run, and I thought he played well. All right, so what's the defense the, overall is playing pretty good, except for the run defense right up the middle. Yeah, yeah. we're not getting. And I can't believe that, there's going to be another. I can't believe there's going to be another team that we go against this oh, there year. There is who doesn't. <laughs> oh, there is. Do yeah. that over yeah. and over and over again. But Cleveland is as good as it gets doing that right up the middle. You know, uh, 
I don't know what else they can do, but they're good at that. But it's going to be scary when a team does that, I and know. they can also do all the other things. I, I agree. Then, then you're screwed. I agree. And when you start talking playoffs and getting, the, you know, winning the games that get you to the playoffs and the winning the games that are in the playoffs, that's where those teams show up. That's you got, scary. You, well, you got to make it the just playoffs. means. I get. I'm not. I'm not. Again, I, I don't. Want, I'm not trying no, to be negative. That's no, okay. You I are, but no, it's no, fine. No, I, it's that you don't have to apologize for it. I no, get no, it. No, no, it's that. It's they're not. They're, they're they got a long way to go. That's just it. They got a long. If you're capable go. of scoring points, you got a chance in this league. Every single week, we haven't, you know, we have the, we have the ability to put up 27, 28, 30 points uh, in a game, and which we haven't done every week. But when you when you can do that, you know, your defense can get lucky and hold the team to less than up, you know, uh, and and then maybe something gels, you know, maybe. Um, I don't know. Let's not think hypothetical. But all of a sudden, maybe you got a guy like Mason Foster, who was was you know was a, a, a nobody with a capital N, you know, and he shows up here, and all of a sudden he he's playing lights out, you know, and, and he's starring for a defense that no one thought was going to be anything. So you know, you never know what could happen. McLovin just brought in that guy. Um, who what was what was his name? M- MBU. MBU. Yep. I think right around Halloween you're supposed to say boom. Boo. Yeah. So <laughs> this is so bad. I'm hoping, but I, but. It felt so good because he didn't take the two guys that everyone was beating the drum about, especially Pot Roast, yeah. who can we can I have your guys opinion? Because I think he is chunky but funky, but ready for a, a, a microphone, not a, uh, a jersey. Yeah. yeah I, well, obviously, I mean, I think I think that the bar for him to is 400. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, he'd be, he's otherwise he'd be signed <laughs> by, if him. not the Redskins, somebody. And I'm just saying the bar would probably be easiest for him to limbo under in a place like Washington where we're in desperate need of a defensive lineman. So the fact that he can't make our squad or he's not good, in good enough shape yeah, to play defensive line mm, for us. Boo. I mean, are we afraid of his for his health? I, I, I think we're afraid that he's like a party fun guy and he's going to get in the D-line room and everyone's going to be like, welcome back, Pot Rose. Hey, we're all going out. Blah, blah, and like ruin the season. There has to be something along those lines. McLovin's no dummy. He's like, if I bring Pot Rose back, they're going to be going to this place, that place. He's like a local celebrity now in one and a half years. I mean, that might have something to do with it, plus the fact that he can barely fit into Redskins Park, which might have something to do with it also. Uh, I mean, everyone's, like, calling for him to come back, but in the no. second half last year, you guys remember no. him coming out, like, they were putting oxygen masks over his ears. There, one guy would pinch his nose, and, <laughs> yeah. and the other guy was just, like, blowing on his face. It was like, you were like, what? They were trying to get it through the pores. The oxygen couldn't get in fast enough. He was uh, done. What are we going to do? We he's not a relief pitcher. He's a defensive tackle. No, he's not coming here. Thank God, Keegan. No. Sorry, bro, but he's so chunky. Yeah, it's okay. not happening. Can we, uh, since we're talking about things that uh, we don't like, Charleston. Can, can we try and uh, discuss the worst scenes of this week's show, which was anything that had to do with third and short for the Washington Redskins offense? What were we trying to do? Hey, Mr. What? Rainbow Sunshine, is there what? anything else it, we can get it at? Was the wor- the, it was the worst. Hey, can we talk about the worst, the worst place for this game? <laughs> I mean, pot room. I mean, about good <laughs> scenes, worst scenes, bad scenes, bad characters? No, because what I remember is McLovin on like the 15-yard line after our second three and out in the second half, pumping up the defense like a sicko, like, like we would all watch the game if we were the GM. That's the stuff I remember. I remember Chris Baker hitting the D-line coach with a full belly bump. 
I mean, it was all over the world. Everyone's seen it a hundred thousand times. I want to get rid of the bad parts. The, the bad parts. What but was we haven't the, even. That is, that is a huge. And I'm telling you, that's a huge piece. That's a huge piece that we were doing those things. On I said my short. worst part was Kirk Cousins missing Deshaun Jackson wide open down the right sidelines for the game no. clincher because he didn't just throw the ball directly into the sky and let him come down with that was it a bad like one. he always does. That was a bad one. I I just have. Such I know a my bad's not gonna be as bad. Feeling. You're bad. Uh, it was no, no. It was noticeable to me that we didn't get the ball to Deshaun. Um, obviously, I I was confused to, about our lack of being able to get a couple of yards, or, or the way we attacked getting you know using two plays to get seven yards. Um, I disagreed with the maybe fourth down play. You know, our short yardage is terrible. To your right, especially when you're throwing a fade to Vernon Davis. How many times do you think they rep that during a week? Seriously, he ran right by that guy. Oh, he was open. But he's not. If you don't hit him, his catch radius is in, inside uh, the, the bowl you can make with your hands. You know? Yeah, I, love Davis's days. I love Vernon. I know. Freak athlete. But they don't throw. But they don't he's rep not that reaching enough back. Yeah, that, to be doing it on third all, and two. You're right. It's not a sound. It's the, most, it's the lowest percentage pass <sighs> on, on, on the Listen, sheet. It, it would have been. <laughs> More than anything else, third and two would have been the reason but why we lost. But not once. It was a couple. Of, no, 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 no. But I'm talking about those are decisions that yeah. are being made now. Well, no, that need to be corrected because if they're not, then we will get our just, asses handed to us. When a first down can win you the game and you can't get it, to me that I mean all that 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 all that just is lumped into that. Like if we would have gotten a first down, we could we would have ended the game. In fact, we're Don't doing but, those instead right. of just trying to run the ball down someone's throat means he doesn't have any faith that they can do that. Yeah, because so we what can't. we're going to do? We're going to run. Oh, oh, against that defense, we couldn't. Now, that's a fact, and I, and I appreciate that. You don't just do it because the book says so. When you're getting your ass whooped up front. Go play action then. Don't. You don't have time if they're bringing the house to just go play just action. Don't just throw it's a like, fade. But, I, was but I don't like the fade. Here's what I'm saying. What I do like is the aggression in the, in the short yardage, but I almost think it might be an admission of, yeah, not only can we not get it, which I don't think we can by just lining up and going man for man, we're coming right at you, and here we go. We can't. I think that's been proven. That sucks. Go, it go has to be mixed in. At least go empty backfield. Put five people out. Yeah, that's how you don't get your put guy Vernon killed. on a guy one on one. No, I didn't, I didn't like that. There's other options in between all of these suggestions. I like the fact that we're we're not afraid to go after something. Yeah. We haven't executed it properly on third and short and fourth and short in the passing game. But I like that shot downfield. Deshaun beat his man. It was all set up for us celebrating our asses off, and Kirk missed it. And he's missed a couple. And I'm not saying it, I didn't like the miss, but just yeah, give missed. him a chance. Give him a chance. Actually, now, he was rushed. He, he hasn't hit one yet. He's hit one. That, that, that uh, week two, Deshaun, uh, he hit him for about 40 to the 50. And then we went play action and hit him on the post. They thought they reviewed the call. He made a oh, hell of a right. play. He, uh, that, was, that was two plays, 80 yards, Deshaun Jackson, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, it's there. It's right for the pickings. Let, let me ask you guys this. Because this is so, you know, Again, something I don't know if you could see it from TV or not. Uh, the um, dimension of space around the center. <clears throat> when Kirk Cousins got up uh, under center at least once or twice in the second half, I thought there was clear yardage in front of the center. I thought they were, the, the defensive linemen were playing outside of the center. So it, that had he somehow signaled or audible to a keeper, he would have gotten three yards easily uh, on, on, a, on either in, a, on in a the short yardage. Down. What's that? In short yardage, or yeah, just like, in like a second, in, like a, let's say it was second and two, or third and yeah. or third and one, uh, or maybe let's call it third and two, because on third and one they were probably they were probably crowding the line. But I saw a couple times, and I, w- I was wondering to myself, well, 
if you like, shouldn't shouldn't he, he see that and take it, or is the offense just are there offenses that just aren't designed for for that you know for the for the for the quarterback to make that decision? I mean, oh no, uh, everyone has a sneak. You got to have it, right? Oh yes, oh yes. There's an absolute. It's encouraged more when you're six four two forty as yeah. opposed to True. what our current. I don't even know yeah. what his. He's, he's not tiny though. I mean, he can get three yards. You know, go. You know, get in behind the center uh, and get three yards. He 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 took, he took a nasty. He took a couple nasty ones, but he took a hit rolling left from uh, the mouth of Baltimore, who's a superstar defensive end. And I thought it might have ended the season. He pops up, man. Kirk pops up. Popped up. Kirk pops up. That throw he made on Deshaun Jackson. When Deshaun was coming across the middle and he had to wait the extra second with the ball almost over his helmet, almost while absorbing the hit, put the ball about 35 yards on a line on Deshaun on a crossing route. That was a nice play. That was was pure toughness. And hang, that's the definition of hanging in the pocket and putting the ball in the money. He's got these abilities that jump out at you. He also throws the ball to the other team for a fruit basket and a 17-yard advantage. But thank God for the fruit basket. I know this isn't supposed to be, you know, (laughs) hate on Kirk Hour, but he he has shown he can can make elite plays. He can make elite plays. However, outside of those one, two, maybe three plays, he has a game. He is barely an average quarterback this year. Okay, so let's far. pivot. Let's pivot, oh, he's let's top pivot 10 there. across the board, all over the place. Let's pivot. Let's pivot there, though. <laughs> What's your definition of average, then, bro? Because he's on, better hold than. Hold on, hold that. He's thought. better than half the league. I'll tell you that. Because I, I would, I'm not going to agree with you that he's average, he's average. at best. Um, I'm, I won't agree with you on that. But what I, what I will say is, um, we've seen him play at a higher level. Uh, we've seen. I think offense. he's having an average year for Kirk. He's it was over five games. I don't he's think not having any kind of year. He's league. not having any kind of year right now. The year is five games in. My, what I'm saying is he People has shown that Colt, Colt McCoy can do what he's he done. He has wrong. When he gets heated if he when, wrong because he, he's going to get there. T. This is you're three and two with the Kirk Cousins that that is not all the way there yet. But but when he gets to where he he was for ten straight games last season, nine straight games last season. That you know that last year we started off from a deficit. Um, he had to. He had to win those games. His numbers and his success rate is all above average. You'd have to admit that. Those are all truths. The Redskins, this year? Pa- the Redskins passing oh, offense. Yeah. His is numbers across good. the board and his success rate this year is above average. He has a three and two record, and he's top ten in every category you want to talk about. And that's sad because I don't think he's playing very well. I agree. He's playing average for Kirk. Well, that's because you, you're seeing all the plays that he's missing because those are the games we're watching. I'm, and, a, I'm announcing all of them. Uh, he is missing them. It's driving me crazy. Um, you got Willie Mays with Jets. Just yeah. throw the ball anywhere. Let He tracks it. Have you seen him look back and do what he does? Full speed. Give him a shot, man. Full Give speed. him a chance. Lightning speed. Gosh. You don't throw that zoom, zoom ball. You just throw a jump with Throw in the air, let him run under it. That's Although, if there's correct. any general managers in the NFL listening, I would trade uh, you to Sean Jackson for a first round draft pick in next year's draft. I'll take whatever I can get because I ain't going to be in next year's first round draft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, they're not fantasy. I'm talking for realsies. Uh, I'm not going to either. I'm, I don't go to a lot of drafts anymore. Like okay. non, like. I'm know. saying I would trade Deshaun Jackson right now to any team that would offer me their first round pick next season's draft. Sure. Fine. No one's taking that. No one's taking it. Zero people are taking no. that. 
You gotta have somebody. You gotta have someone have a major injury. I keep thinking the New England Patriots are gonna want to do it, but they don't need them. We'll see if they if it. Oh, they could use them. It's injury. It's injury related. Uh, You know, I don't think the Redskins. No one's giving up a first round pick for Deshaun Jackson. With freaking eleven games left in the season, <laughs> because they're also very likely to get him. In the well, they would sign anyway. him. They would. They would. They would trade for him and then sign him no to a long deal. No one's for him this year. You're, you're, you're it's ninety nine point nine percent chance it'll never happen. <laughs> um, obviously, because those aren't the kind of deals that happen. But I'm just saying, all teams, just give me a call. <laughs> we'll, we'll work something out. Well, let's preview Deshaun's former team. He's going to blow. He's going to We're going up against this week. Now that I've traded him, he's going to have. I mean, he is. He he. These are the games he plays for. He shows up for him, um, and also for better or for worse, these are the kind of games where uh, the, the the coordinators put plays in for for guys like Deshaun Jackson. He does when he plays with a chip on his shoulder. He can be more dangerous. He's going to yes. have plays. That we're going to force the ball to him. Hopefully. We have results. against them yes. since we've had him. Yes. And we're going to do it again that's with right. a high level of success. Okay. Because that's kind of what we do. It's our thing. Uh, it's, it's, it's his thing. I mean. Well, probably because all week long he's going, you're going to give me a rock. Well, you're going to give me a rock. But I think you know, you're going to give me a rock. He's like not going to shut th- up. Like a pitcher thinking of the next batter, you know, all right. Let's use him as a decoy this week because he knows he's going to get him some when we put when Philly comes to town. So look, look, he'll be mad all week. He'll have a great week of practice, and then we'll get him stirred up into a tizzy, and then uh, he'll start a he'll start a fight with the other team's strong safety who has no business talking any trash to him, and we'll get a quick seven. I think he could return a punt late in this game for a meaningful you know for a meaningful play. Well, you mean? Jamison Crowder? Cause no, no, I, I would say... Yeah, why I, would you take out the number not. one punt returner in the NFL and Again, put in Deshaun? If it's the fourth quarter and you, and you need a big play, I'm saying Deshaun Jackson... So you can do another double reverse? First of all, you don't lose anything. Yeah, I'm shooting that idea directly <laughs> out of the sky as well. I'm with T on this one. I uh, mean, it would be great come TV. Come on. The, 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 Jamison would Crowder be great is giving TV, every but punt it's not return chance. Deshaun's nicked up with his ankle and his knee. They're not just going to put him back there, you know, because it's not Deshaunington, <laughs> D.C. I've heard of this Wetsylvania, Pennsylvania. We're from Pennsylvania. Well, Detroit doesn't know where Pennsylvania is. No, they they're don't. coming down. They're coming down down ninety five. Yep. And uh, is that how you get from Detroit to Philly? Uh, no, it's uh, first you hit eight mile, then you yes. buck a right. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's my understanding. All right. So, hey, you know how I feel about Jameson Crowder, but I also I do think that that Sean Jackson will field a punt. I mean, I don't I, I don't think you just tried to trade him for a first round pick five minutes ago. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm still listening. So what is wrong with you? I'm going to use the guy as long as I have him. I'm going to use him, and I'm definitely not going to throw him three balls. If they're going to do, they're going to do uh, um, wildcat with him too. No way, no way. I I, w- I want to get him the ball as far away from the line <laughs> of scrimmage as humanly possible every single time, so he doesn't have to get hit by any linebackers or defensive linemen, because he has a. 98% chance of dying every time, every time that happens. Yeah, but he's a scrap tough guy. I know, he I know. He keeps getting up. But let him take those hits and, and, and he's playing he banged up. And he's going to have a great week. And that deep ball is going to be worked on this week, guaranteed. You don't think he's going to let Kirk leave practice without running a buttload of those. I hope so. Uh, Kirk's going to do the same. I hope, I hope so, too. Because if, if Deshaun Jackson has taken it seriously enough to say to Kirk... You need to stay with me after practice and work on stuff. He has then. That. Yeah, we got we got something after the going. last two weeks. He's gonna say, "Listen here, sir. If you just throw that ball in the air, <laughs> no one's catching me. Have you seen me make catches over both shoulders? 
adjust to the ball, and he's part of the field, run diagonally across the 10-yard line to the, to the end zone from hash to hash because of how I had to catch it. Yep. The guy's a freak, man. You're right. You're right. We got to mess so, with this, this rookie QB. But do you, are you guys as worried about the Eagles yes. as everybody else? Yes. They've, been, they've, won, they've won games, and they, they beat the crap out of a team that beat the crap out of us, and that has some meaning to me. Yeah. On your scale of hatred, if, if Dallas is a 10 on a 1 to 10, what, what, are, what are the Eagles? Nine. And a half, maybe three quarters. Sure. 1B to my 1. Correct. Their fans at FedEx have to be the worst of all time. I said Ravens fans at the bar I worked at, and that, that, that's a, you know, I'm talking about 20 people. Now, Philly fans in D.C. at the stadium, I won't go. Uh, I made that decision uh, over a decade ago. It's a it's a loss, 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 Especially loss, now that you have loss. a wife and kids. It's, it was never a win <laughs> for me to be in that environment. It was never a win. I, I, I do. I, I don't. I mean, I hate Dallas just because, I mean, I felt like I was almost born that way to do that. Right. I was genetically engineered to, to feel that way. But the Eagles are not. Don't ever really channel. We want Philly. Behind. No. no. Cheesesteak afterwards, yes. Roast, I want a Philly cheesesteak. Roast steak. pork, sharp provolone, <laughs> sweet peppers. A whiz whiz. But anyway. Yeah, that's, that's, they're good. If they could bring a bunch of subs down, it would make a big <laughs> exactly. difference. And but I hate them. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're as good as they were for the first three games. I think that had a little bit of that surprise element to it. Nobody really knew what they were getting. Maybe people are now starting to understand what they're trying to do and starting to you know catch up to what – the Eagles did in the first three games. The quarterback's games. your kind of guy, though. He is. He is. It's not necessarily my kind of offense, but right. uh, he, he's not a world beater. He's a rookie. And um, if they win this, if, if Redskins can win this week, I will buy into your – they've definitely got the momentum, Ken, even though they're not winning convincingly or with any kind of comfortability or – any of that. Here's They're the, never going to do that. May I just say that? There might not be one time this season. They did last year. We, I know. I, I, I remember know. at one point in late the, the Saints, season last year. they fired Going everyone. into any game, I yeah. felt very confident that they were going to come out with a win. I, I don't feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they were on their, their, their I would like to go back week. to the videotape about your last confidence year? in week-to-week wins. Last year? <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. Last year when we, when we got hot at the end, I felt comfortable <laughs> going Each into every is. game. <laughs> we had a chance to win. Wait, All right. Go ahead, play no, the no. tapes. No, no, I, I don't. I don't doubt that you thought we had a chance to win, but you're, you're, a good chance. But I don't. I don't. I don't recall the the, the, the prognostication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was definitely on so. board with. They had some swagger. They had some. They had you. You went into every game thinking they're going to do what they do, and they have a good chance of winning. I, I don't feel that right now. If they win this week, I might start feeling it. I'm not feeling it. All right. But. So here's why. Here's here's an argument for why you should be feeling it. If you go back to, I mean, you can go back to the 2012 season. I was doing 2013, 2014, 2015, 2012. I believe we started three and six. Um, Twenty shoot, 2013. I think we start. Well, of course we went three and 13. So we only won one of our first like six games. I think that's the same thing that can be said for 2014. And then of course in 2015, um, shoot, we, had, we 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 were terrible in the beginning of the season as well. I think we were were three two, two and three. Uh, two, uh, two and four. We were two and four to start off that season. So, 
in recent in the in the most recent seasons, the most recent four or five seasons for the Washington Redskins, the beginning of the season has been terrible. And, and in fact, in 2012, when we were three and six, we remember Mike Shanahan throwing the talent in the press conference saying it was evaluation time. Um, we've lost seasons in the in the in the beginning stretch of. So many seasons, and the only thing that saved them, that ended up saving them, was were miraculous runs at the end, which are which are great fun and, and, and amazing to like live through and experience. Um, but we haven't had a team that was kind of like in it at the beginning, you know, in it in it throughout, uh, with a chance at the end, you know, to, to maybe win it at the end. I mean, this if this team can be alive from the beginning of the season all the way through 16 games, that would be a that would be a departure from the experience we've had. For the for the recent past, but and that's for many hope. seasons. But that's hope. It's no, 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 cloudy no, no, with no, a chance of sunshine. It already happened. It happened. We're yeah. three and two. But we won three of our. Four. We're three and two. We have a winning record after five games. I'm sitting here telling you that hasn't happened. We haven't. We haven't been good in the beginning of seasons. We've had losing records out of the gate every single season, even in the seasons where we were good. By the end, we've never. We've never started strong. We always were forced to finish strong. Now, I'd like to see us finish strong anyways, but not having to win seven in a row just to have a chance at the end, that could be pretty refreshing. Yeah. Refreshing. Hmm. Maybe, even, maybe even refreshing. It was last year. It was very refreshing. You know, again, a great run um, after, after, after a rough start. This is with, an, with a quarterback playing average, which I'll grant T to some, to some degree, only because three and two is average. You know, three, he's, we're not anywhere yet. Um, but if slightly he, above average, technically, uh, and which I'll also grant you. Okay, I'm doing a lot of Thank granting. You. This is my, this is granting hour. <laughs> These guys, there's so much room for improvement, and we're already three and two. Uh, there is silver lining. There's a lot of silver lining there. Well, I would never have. Guessed and I'm probably not giving them enough credit for winning in the Four NFL. Four and one would have been an A. I think three and two is B, B minus ish. Yeah. We're not getting to. Steeler territory in, in this season. No. We're just not. Um, but we can win. But the, the, the thing about getting to Steeler territory, which I've always, I've, I've always said, and I know you guys know this, it's like for, to, to, to be a winner, you first you have to start winning, and then you have to keep winning. Um, and, and I think, so you, you can legitimately say we started winning last season because we won the division. We're, we're, we're winning right now. If we can, if we can have a 9-7 a, a to 10-6 season this year, Ten and six, I think, gets us in the playoffs, and then move forward with the, the way that they're building this team. Give them, give them another draft, give them a chance, um, you know, at a free agent or two, which we didn't really take those swings last year. I think all of a sudden you're talking about a, an organization that's starting to resemble the kind, uh, you know, the, to resemble the kind of teams that are good over a long period of time. Yeah, a lot of players I wish stepped up more that I knew we, I thought were big talents on this roster. A lot of guys haven't gotten chances yet. Uh, uh, you know, uh, a lot of positions have been eaten away. It's part of it. Uh, I think I thought we were a little deeper coming in than we are. But uh, I will say this. I never thought we'd be 5-0. and But damn, boys, you know how close we are to 0-5? Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And, but I think we're, uh, we're and, much closer and, and, and to 0-5 than we are 5-0. and No doubt. And that's, and that's, and that's, that's what where makes me my, feel good. That's, that's what makes I'm me feel good. We're winning these uncomfortable see, games. That's where I'm uncomfortable. We're finding a way, and we're doing it with this past week. Special teams. I mean, Damn. And special teams in the fruit and, basket. And two, I'm not letting it go. two major uh, fuck-ups I wanted, I want, I want, uh, on, yeah. on, on the Ravens. Yeah. Hey, special teams in the fruit basket with a little headbutt fake field goal. And this week? Thank you, FTD. We need this. 
No, we no, need we need this week because of the also the divisional part of it. Yeah, also, if, if you we get were two, five, we'd you be get like, two oh. out of three. Oh. You get two out of three the first time, the first go around. That is so huge, so huge. It's not, it's not a must win. I mean, technically by math and all that, but I think this is a this is a needed win. Hey, got to be able to win at home. Prepare yourself for a. a, a, a Going down to the last four minutes of the game with seventeen, That's okay. almost that throw makes up, it fun. A bunch you know, of like, I mean, we're not winning any games comfortably this year. There's no. going to be so many Philly fans there this week too. It's going to be so rough. Oh, Philly! Yeah, so rough. Just bring all the Amoroso down. Bring everything that says Amoroso down here. <laughs> that will forgive everything else almost. Uh. I think Almost. all Philly fans should show they really are the, the state of brotherly love and bring everybody who lives here a cheesesteak. Mm. I would, I, I, are you, which one I are would you? show brotherly love. I'm a Pats guy. I've never, just never done Geno's. But if you're a Philly guy, nobody ever goes to Pats or, or Geno's. They go to other places. They go to gyms. They go to all kinds of... Oh, the mom and pop shops. Uh, Pudges in Norristown. There's no town You're like no Philly? town. And I've gone to Pudges in Norristown. Pat good Gino, Lordy. Screw it. You have not seen it. It looked like a meat submarine. They hollow out the inside of the bread to get more meat in. And, and, and that's, a, that's a fact. They got in a hot ice cream scooper to hollow out the inside of the bread so they can canoe that bad boy. Where does boy. that bread go? Because that sounds like some good bread. That bread goes into what they call steak and, uh, cheesesteak soup. It's almost a, like a dumpling. Uh, wow. What do you think they're I like throwing? The, I like you the think these, you think these folks at, and, 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 at Pudges and Norristown yeah, are throwing they, they know how to, Amoroso roll away? Yeah. No chance. Mm. No chance. No, the whole Pat's Geno's thing is a touristy thing. It is, but Pat's is delicious, and I take it Love over Pat's. Geno's. And I, and I like Pat's, and I know it's touristy, but if you're open uh, 364 and a half days a year, yeah. uh, I know I can get a sandwich there. Yep. I like to know that. So if I'm coming down I-95 from anywhere north, I know that I can get off, get myself something that's going to make me sick to my stomach. How far away from the 95 And I'm going to love every it? second. It's, it's, it's not real close. You, you want to hit Tony Luke's, which is directly underneath <laughs> yeah, the 95. But at that, at that rate, you got to get the roasted pork. Roasted pork, sharp provolone, and sweet pepper. Yep. I'm going to really? consult you. Oh Tony Luke's? Boy. That's right. Oh, boy. It's right underneath 95. You can see the vet. You can see. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It's right in that. It's right in South Philly. As is Pats, but he's got to go up past Yunk, I believe, down past the so market. We are learning some things about Philly today. That's what I like about this show. It's so educational. Uh, is there anything to really talk about Philly? About, about? We should get cheese. We, we should have had um, Chris. That's all they're really good for. I, Chris, I hate Dallas. That's all, uh, come on our show. They have a lot of great food, but. A lot. Philly has a lot of great food. Lunch food, I like to say. Sandwiches, sandwiches, however you want to call it. Hoagies, whatever you want, they got They got good. <laughs> it's good. Their bread is good. Their meats are good. Their cheeses are good. And they, they got, got, they got right, broccoli okay. rob. I mean, they got stuff, man. Yeah, broccoli rob's good. Hey, look, down around here, we don't have any of it. We have Twin Brook Deli. I they get just, some broccoli rob. They, they, they squirt a huge amount of Italian dressing that you buy at the grocery store on the sub, and everyone's so happy. Like, up there, that, that ain't cutting it. Sorry. Uh, we, they don't have Ottenbergs up there. <laughs> <laughs> Ottenbergs. Suspense. Well, I'll tell you Drama. what. I think we got this one. I think we got this one surrounded. We'll see how we do. Uh, we'll come back. We'll, we'll, we'll be back next Tuesday for After the Whistle for Season 83, Episode 6. It's Redskins versus the Eagles. He's Kevin Ricker. Happy to be in Kensington. He's Tia Strachan. 
Bring it on. I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Audible. One hour. <laughs> <laughs>